and welcome to the End Time Shofar channel. Um, we'll be doing a PowerPoint teaching called The Coming Alien Deception. Demons Fallen Angels Disguise Themselves as ET Slash Aliens, Part 1. So we'll do maybe about two to three parts of this subject. Uh, what prompted this teaching was last week, um, which was April 27th, um, the U.S. Pentagon had came out with um, footage of unidentified flying objects. So um, we definitely are living in the last days. Um, this wasn't quietly half the hoopla within the media because what's going on with this current coronavirus pandemic, um, a lot of people are focusing on that, other things that are going on in the world. So um, we're here to just kind of um, teach this, to kind of bring a little bit of insight on this topic and also to equip those that are believers um, that they can give um, rightful answers and also to um, a form of apologetics because um, a lot of people do believe in UFOs and aliens. So I'm going to move on and read the scripture. Um, it's coming from sec, um, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. It says, according to the prince and power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So Satan is definitely the prince and the power of the air. So when we look at air, how it's defined as arrows, it's defined as used in Ephesians 2 and 2, indicates the ruler of the powers or the spirits or in the air, which is the example, the devil, the prince of demons, according to the Jewish opinion, fills the realm. A very familiar scripture is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, which states that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Let's go ahead and read that scripture. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Um, uh, towards the right, I like what this has to say because these evil spirits work together as a team. So more or less, it is a spiritual mafia hierarchy. Um, Jesus also said when the Pharisees tried to accuse him when he cast out the demon, out somebody that his power came from Beelzebub. And Jesus' response to the Pharisees was, can Satan cast out Satan? If he cast out himself, then his kingdom is divided. So it's a tightly knit kingdom that's behind a lot of the evil that takes place with this within this fallen world system, which is Satan is the ruler of this actual world system. So here's the actual story that we talked about in regards to the Pentagon. This was reported on April 29th of 2020. It says the Pentagon has officially released three short videos showing unidentified aerial phenomena that have previously been released by a private company. 
The video showed what appeared to be unidentified flying objects rapidly moving while recorded by infrared cameras. Two of the videos contain service members reacting in awe at how quickly the objects are moving. One voice speculates that it was a drone. So some of these things may be man-made, but a lot of these things, um, the just the movement and the technology is beyond what man mankind can phantom within their mind. Um, there's been reports where military jets have chased these UFOs up in the mountains and just the angles that they take and um, disappear, reappear, and then disappear and moving at such a fast rate of speed. Um, just to let you know, these demonic spirits are able to polymorph or shapeshift into anything. So they're playing games with the minds of mankind, but it's it's prepping and it's is prepping mankind for mass deception. So we look back in 2019, uh, in North America itself, UFOs jumped, or UFO sightings jumped nearly 6,000. When we look at what was reported by ABC News, it said California, Florida, and Washington topped the rankings for the most UFO sightings. California led the country last year with the most number of UFO observations um, to the site. 485 in total, an increase of 182 from 2018. Florida came in second with 385 in 2019, which was 156 more reports than 2018, according to UFO Reporting Center data. Washington came in third with 222 reports last year, which represented an increase of 51 from 2018, according to the site. So UFOs and UFO abductions are starting to become um, quite prevalent and it's starting to increase in numbers. So these beings are making them are manifesting themselves more and more. And as the closing days, because we're definitely living in the last days, you're going to see more of this stuff manifesting itself in the physical realm where people are actually able to see. But these beings, again, they come to deceive. Uh, actually, there is a building belief amongst those in regards to the belief of ETs and UFOs. Um, a poll taken by Fox News America showed that 39% of men and 30% of women say they accept the existence of unidentified flying objects. 15 years ago, the survey was performed by CNN to mark 50 years of an alleged UFO sighting in Roswell, New Mexico, which is very um, popular. The results of that poll are as follows. 80% of Americans thought the government hid knowledge of extraterrestrials. 54% believe intelligent life was outside the earth. 44% said if they met an extraterrestrial, they would be friends. 26% believe they would be enemies. 39% expected aliens not to look humanoid. All right.
Here's former NBA basketball player Baron Davis, who had an encounter with the alien. Um, this interview took place back in July of 2013. Um, during an interview back on Ju July 2013, um, Baron Davis stated the following. Davis started talking about the time he got abducted by aliens driving from Las Vegas to Los Angeles. He goes on and he says, and they then ate with them at In-N-Out Burgers. You know, it's a normal everyday alien encounter. So um, Baron Davis is a very intelligent fan, went to UCLA, uh, played professional basketball. Um, I believe he is uh, producing movies and other stuff within the entertainment industry and all. So this isn't some common Joe just stating that um, he went and hung out with a couple of aliens and they grabbed a bite to eat at In-N-Out. But again, we're going to get more into the nature of these beings. Are they coming from a far out galaxy or they're indigenous? UFO religious groups. Um, we'll get a little bit more into this on part two, the spirituality of aliens and um, UFOs as some of the beliefs though, but there are all types of different uh, religious groups. Some of the most notable religious um, groups include Heaven's Gate, Reliism, Nation of Islam, and the Church of Scientology have a belief in UFOs and extraterrestrials. So those of you who don't know, like years ago, um, Heaven's Gate was a New Age slash uh, UFO group that they had a mass suicide somewhere down in Southern California. I believe it was San Diego. I'm not sure. Um, don't quote me on that, but I know it's definitely in Southern California. Um, it was a comet that was coming by the Earth, and they thought if they killed their physical bodies that their spirits would be released in order to uh, hitch a ride with these aliens that were passing by. Um, it was in the news um, because they all dressed alike. They all had, I guess, the same type of sweatsuits and Nike shoes, and they had bunk beds and all. But it shows you how the enemy really comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and really deceive these people. And it's the the people within Heaven's Gate. If you if you go and you research about the people that belong to this group, um, a lot of those people within that group had very high IQs, very intelligent. Um, some of them um, professional workers who gave up everything and all. So he wasn't talking about some common person that lacked intelligence and all. So that shows you how if you really don't have the Holy Spirit, which leads and guides you in all truth, you're open for deception. Um, the Nation of Islam is another group that stands out with Louis Farrakhan has beliefs um, UFOs. Um, again, we'll get more into part two, but it, um, they have a belief that when Armageddon um, comes, that UFOs will come and deliver um, black people around the world and then several other things and all. Um, he had experience with the UFO um, during um, George Bush, George Bush Sr. was in office. Um, 
Elijah Muhammad had beamed him up to um, this UFO and showed him how Bush Sr. and Colin Powell was going to make war against black people in the country during that time. Um, there's several different things that you can research it um, with. And also, too, the Church of Scientology, which stands out because Ron L. Hubbard was a disciple of Aleister Crawley. Also, too, uh, Jack Parsons, which he was good friends with, which they practice a lot of sex magic and all the Babylon um, Babylon workings, which you can look up. Um, Jack Parsons was the founder of JPL Jet Propulsions, which um, he used the occult arts to come up with uh, all these scientific research and things with um, jet propulsions within jets and with um, within the aerospace industry and all. So in Canada, 3 million people have said they've seen UFOs. One in five people in the world believe aliens walk among us. So it's quite prevalent of this belief that aliens really do exist. Question is, do aliens exist? Let's dive into it. Let's kind of view what secular writers have to say about aliens and UFOs. We are dealing with multidimensional paraphysical phenomena, which is largely indigenous to planet Earth. Human beings are under the control of, of a strange force that bends them to absorbed ways, forcing them to play a role in a bizarre game of deception. One theory which can no longer be taken very seriously is that UFOs are interstellar spaceships. I'm going to stop right there because um, Arthur C. Clarke stands out because he's the author of the book, The End of Childhood. Um, inside that book, um, they actually made a sci-fi channel, actually made a movie based on his novel. But the aliens that show up, they look like devils or demons. And within the book, it says that these aliens have been observing mankind for, I mean, thousands and thousands of years. And all of a sudden, the spaceship um, shows up, appears in the sky, and they manifest themselves. They come in peace. And they tell mankind, you know, what some of your myths and some of your legends, some of your religions said that we're devils, we're, we're you know, we're aliens from um, another galaxy. Um, we come in peace. So this is kind of type of programming and different things that's prepping uh, mankind and desensitizing them once these demonic beings are, and Satan himself um, begin to really manifest themselves upon the earth um let's move on there seems to be no evidence yet that any of these craft or beings originate from outer space so it's letting you know again um gordon creighton's letting you know again that there's no evidence that these beings are, are these crafts originate from outer space so it's definitely indigenous so one has to ask themselves um, 
how these beings are able to adjust to Earth's atmosphere. They're able to breathe and other things and all. Um, those are questions that you have to ask yourself. A large part of the available UFO literature is closely linked with mysticism and the metaphysical. It deals with the subjects like mental telepathy, automatic handwriting, invisible, invisible entities, as well as phenomena like poltergeists or ghost manifestations, possession. Many of the UFO reports now being published in popular press uh, recount alleged incidents that are strikingly similar to demonic possession and psychic phenomena. So uh, you have people who channel these spirits, these extraterrestrial spirits, the Phoenicians, uh, um, the Palladians, and they come up with all these different messages and all. You don't really physically see them. Um, you don't have them going on Larry King's show or showing up at Fox, uh, Fox News or CNN News and somebody holding an interview um, with, with these beings, but they channel these messages through these human host and it's connected with the occult. So this kind of confirms what Captain New Lynn Captain New is saying about this phenomena. Uh, but the UFO phenomena simply does not behave like extraterrestrial visitors. It actually molds itself in the order to fit a given culture. So it fits in within a given culture. So again, these things, demons are liars. They're going to manifest themselves in ways that appear um, to their prey to deceive them. So the true nature of aliens and UFOs are based upon the occult. UFO behaviors is more akin to magic than to physics as we know it. The modern UFO knots and the demons of past days are probably identical. Um, the UFO manifestations seem to be by large merely minor variations of the age old Demological phenomena. The working knowledge of the occult science is indispensable to UFO investigation. Studies of flying saucer cults repeatedly show that they are part of a larger occult social work. The medical examination to which abductees are said to be um, subject, often accompanied by sadistic sexual manipulation, is reminiscent of medieval tales of the encounters with demons. It makes no sense in sophisticated or technical framework. Any intelligent being equipped with scientific marvels that UFOs possess would be in a position to achieve any of these alleged scientific objectives in a short time and with a fewer risk. So medieval times is well documented that these demonic spirits would show up and have sex with um, human beings, um, succubus being 
a female demon spirit that would have sex with men, incubus would come and have sex. So this correlates with how these aliens come and they sexually manipulate their abductees is similar to medieval times with the incubus and succubus. Um, this symbolic display seen by abductees is identical with the type of initiation ritual or astral voyage that is embedded in the occult traditions of every culture. The structure of abduction stories is identical to that of occult initiation rituals. The UFO beings of today belong to the same class of manifestation as the occult entities that are described in centuries past. So look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. It says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So when we look at Strong's concordance, how they define transformed is to transfigure or to skies. So these beings can change themselves, their appearance, anything that they want to, to in order to deceive mankind. In his book, The Secret um, Teachers of All Ages, famous Freemason philosopher and occultist Manly P. Paul had this to say, since the majority of modern mediumistic apparitions are the elemental creatures masquerading through bodies composed of thought substance supplied by the very person of desiring to behold these wraths of discarnate beings. So here is Manly P. Hall. He's stating that these beings can masquerade themselves as the anything. Now here we have um, John Dees, Sir John Dees, that he is the actual original 007. Um, John, we look at movies that were made with Roger Moore and, and Sean Connery and several other people being um, the spy there in Great Britain, the 007, but it was the actual real person, which is John Dees, was the original 007, but this man was heavily, deeply involved in the occult. So Sir John Dees was an English mathematician, an astronomer, astrologer, occultist, and a consultant to Queen Elizabeth. So he held a rank within um, the Queen of England at that time. Um, Dees devoted much of his life to the occult arts, along with his partner, Edward Kelly, D wrote about ceremonial magic based on evoking and commanding various spirits. This is where Enoch, in, not to be confused with a um, book of Enoch, first, especially first Enoch, but it's, this is occult writings, um, actually originated. So Enoch uh, magic actually originated with John Dees. Lester Crowley also followed the practice of Enoch in magic. He conjured up spirits, including angels, demons, and aliens, as we've seen in the picture, which is on the right, the musician 
make some magical circles to protect themselves from being harmed from these spirits to carry out their request. And as we can see, the, the spirit in this, this picture, this demon spirit, looks like a gray alien. But occultists always seem like they have the thought that they're the ones that actually in control and calling the shots to these spirits. That's where the deception comes in because these fallen angels and these demon spirits, they have a way of manipulating people that are quote unquote, that are occultists. And once they serve their purpose and all, the end of this occultist never ends that well. Then it never ends in peace. It never ends in a good outcome because they've been deceived and Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. People who serve him think that they're going to get a reward at the end, but at the end, there's death and hell, and the final result is being tossed into the lake of fire. But let's continue to go on with our teaching in regards to aliens being actual demons. So here we have Alester Crawley and the entity Lamb. In 1918, while conducting the sex magic ritual called the Amanathra with Roddy Minor, Alester Crawley came in contact with the entity Lamb. This initial contact had led to numerous other contacts with UFOs and extraterrestrials. Crawley believed Lamb to be a soul of the dead Tibetan Lama. He drew a portrait of Lamb and started or stated that when gazing at the portrait, he was able to make contact with them. Now, as we can see, we see the picture on the left, the picture on the right. We see Lamb is on the left. Picture of a gray alien on the right. There's a remarkable resemblance of Lamb looking like a gray alien. Now, here we have when the occult demons, aliens meet Hollywood to indoctrinate the program, the masses. Now, George Lucas has made billions of dollars off Star Wars, and Yoda has become a cultural icon. And one of the, one of the main characters in the original Star Wars that came out with. So this just didn't pop into some person's uh, or George Lucas or whoever created this character and how this character looked into their mind. This comes from the occult. Now, even with George Lucas, his writings on Star Wars, or the theme about Star Wars is very, very, it's, it's very much rooted in occultism within um, Wiccan, um, calling the force, good and evil is all the same as bringing a balance, which is a lesson within itself. But we can see that Yoda really resembles a cult being, as we can see within the picture. This is from one of the books that um, Manly P. Hall had wrote. And in that book, it's a picture of Elphaz Levi. He's conducting a black magic ritual within the spell of the Grigamore uh, spell book. And he conjures up and invokes 
within a magic circle, this demon spirit, as we can see, this demon spirit looks like Yoda. So we can see the two in hand. So this is very, this is very real when you start talking about people who follow UFOs, follow um, aliens and all, it's the very root of it is within the occult. Aliens, they teach and speak doctrines of devils. We look at 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Let's look at some of the literature from some of the writings in regards when it comes to aliens and UFOs. A lot of these authors are new age writers who get this information. They channel this information through demon spirits. So here we have um, in her book, um, Bonnie Miller's book, Alien Contact, the message that they bring. Not all stories of the Bible are accurate because the Bible is not 100% correct. I would say another 6% was eliminated because it talked about reincarnation and UFOs, which took power away from the church. So right then and now, reading that, Meyer is really pushing a anti-Christ message Number one, Jesus is the word manifested. Um, you look at John, St. John um, chapter one, it tells you that. And Jesus also said that he came not to destroy the law of the Torah, but to fulfill it. So Meyer mentions things. She talks, this is demon spirits that's talking. She talks about reincarnation which is one of the first lies. And I believe this is one of the two things that when the son of perdition and the false prophet come on the scene, they're going to be pushing this message and this agenda. And this goes all the way back to Genesis chapter three, um, which the serpent told Adam and Eve, um, you should never die, which there's no judgment. It's really no repentance. You can do what you want to do. Um, um, that's reincarnation. And you should be as gods, but also to UFO. So pushing a message that's contrary to the actual word of God. Here's another quote from Meyer's book. Whenever a planet has problems like Earth is experiencing now, a special person is born on the planet to help. Even my home planet, Serac, had problems way back in the past, and the Son of God was the person who was called to help. He also has been born on other planets. It is always the same soul that is born. However, it is not quite the same because they're different mothers. So here we see a little bit reincarnation, this different mothers. It's the same soul being recycled in another body, but it really downgrades the mission and the purpose that Jesus Christ is God manifested. He came down 
to save mankind from his sins and reconcile man back to God the Father, Yahweh. This is just saying that this the Son of God shows up and he's been born on different planets. So in the case that there's other life forms within the galaxy or across the galaxy, it contradicts the word of God because the word of God talks about, it talks about that the earth, heaven and earth will pass away or be burnt up and he'll create a new heaven and earth. And also too, if that's the case, then would Jesus have to go to all these different planets to live, preach the gospel, and die for man he died for mankind's sin. So it's 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 something's kind of fishy there. Another contactee reports the question was asked of Mon if there were more than one Adam and Eve. So this is another quote from um, Bonnie Meyer's book, um, Alien Contact, The Message They Bring. It says, yes, you can say so because there are more than one experiment done on the earth by aliens visiting the planet. They were created here. Aliens genetically changed the DNA of the distant cousins of the, of the apes of this, on this planet and the aliens took a natural evolution and sped it up. So Hollywood and a lot of their movies promote this. What comes to mind is the movie on Prometheus, which came out several years ago, is based on this premise. So when you're looking at this kind of stuff, this stuff is coming from the spirit realm to help indoctrinate mankind thinking, oh, we evolved from apes. And what's going to eventually going to end up happening is once Satan and a third of his wicked angels are dispersed and kicked out of the heavenlies and no longer have access um, to heaven and he hit the earth on top of that, um, the angel who unlocks the abyss. Um, you have those um, 200 some odd angels and even more demons that have been locked up since the days of Noah are released. Um, it's gonna be mass chaos. And one of the things that they may end up using for a mass deception is a alien deception. It'll take place, it'll be a strong, second um, Thessalonians chapter two talks about a strong delusion will occur. Here's a quote from Brad Stiger's book, Gods of the Aquarius, um, the Star People series. According to Keith, the serpent people who he says were represented by the serpent described in the biblical garden of Eden and helped create humankind. Um, Francie Steiger says, we should believe he speaks only of God and of goodness. So the message that Brad Stiger is channeling through this book is nothing more than 
neo-gnosticism or gnosticism gnosticism believes the same thing that um the goddess sophia was the actual one that the god of this earth and she sent the serpent to free mankind from um the evil god the evil um which is the old testament god yahweh um and it flips up satan always inverts lies and turns the truth upside down and several other things and all but that's where this actually this is based on Gnosticism where again um the serpent is a good guy he comes to free mankind um he is the god of mankind so this is what this this book is reinforcing that thought that doctrine that philosophy of the serpent Here's some other things that aliens, the messages that they bring is all our little gods or all mankind is our little gods. The earth is a living entity. We need to worship or we need to worship her and change our ways or we'll be destroyed. Jesus, Muhammad and Buddha all come from ETs to assist mankind in our next step of evolution. There's no such thing as sin. We do not need to be saved. Orthodox Christianity has it wrong. Um, Jesus' real message was to teach us that each one of us can become a Christ. To aid in contacting heavenly beings, one should refrain from certain foods and practice meditation. Again, that's the practice of um, the Gnostics taught this, um, trans meditation. Um, um, finding a mantra and repeating it over and over again and empty out your mind and all which Jesus talks about when you pray don't be like the heathens having vain repetition um, number seven mankind needs to uh, unite into a one world government and religion or will be destroyed so again they're, they're, they're collaborating of unifying a one world government and a one world religion the devil or lucifer is a good guy he has come to free us so again it's consistent it's totally against judeo christianity and the message is definitely comes from devils so aliens and ets raping and sexually molesting um, their abductees. Um, you read a story from a case where a person was abducted. It says, we'll start my story from the time of the abduction in, in the night. It was around 2 a.m. and the time I began to remember more things about my abduction, like being forced to drink some kind of liquid. I also had sex with one of them, which I enjoyed very much. It seemed that he was able, or he was made for me. When I missed my period, I went to the doctor and he told me half of my eggs were missing and I had liquid inside of me. He gave me some pills for it and told me to come back after all the pills were gone. Finally, I discharged the liquid, but the doctors never told me what it was. Now here's what Dr. Jock 
Blay has to say about that. The medical, ex not about this uh, abduction, but just general things that happen with these abductions and people um, having sex with these these aliens. Since the medical examinations to which abductees are said to be subject, often accompanied by sadistic sexual manipulation, is reminiscent to medieval tales of encounters with demons. It makes no sense in sophisticated or technical framework any intelligent being equipped with scientific marvels that UFO possesses would be in position to achieve any of these alleged scientific objectives in a shorter time with fewer risk. So there's only one thing that can stop these abductions when they're occurring, if you're an individual that this is occurring, the only thing that can stop these aliens, no, it's not going to these world famous scientists trying to find some technology that hasn't been created, some type of ray gun or, or superpower weapons to destroy them. It's in the name of Jesus. Um, this is a group, CE4, that's led by Joe Jordan. Joe Jordan um, has been researching UFOs for years. He was once a non-believer, but, but when he began to search and research and other things and all, he came to faith in Jesus. And what he found today, Joe Jordan of CE4 has worked with over 400 people who have their abductions episodes halted in the name of Jesus Christ. So these 400 people, when they were having these abduction episodes, when they called upon the name of Jesus, these episodes halted immediately. Now, some individuals, you may be listening to this sometime, some of you might have had experience where it might have occurred when you feel like a presence over you, you feel paralysis where you can't move, you feel like something that's a dark presence smothering you and all, that's almost somewhat like these abduction episodes happen. But when you call up on the name of Jesus, it removes that. Now, when individuals are having these experiences, there's a couple of things that might take place. Number one, dabbling with the occult might have opened up a door. And all, um, number two, within, this has been taking place since your childhood. And number three, somebody in your family has dabbled in this, but nevertheless, this is the one name that can stop these episodes um, from occurring. You being terrorized by these spirits is calling on the name of Jesus and that. I want to really stress if you're having these episodes and you're not a believer, you need to come to faith and you need to exercise, or if you are a believer and you're experiencing things, you need to exercise your authority and being a child of God. To kind of connect with that, the Gospels talk about have an authority over demon spirits. When we look at Luke 
10, verse 1, it says, After these things, the Lord appointed over 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place he himself would come. Luke 10, 17 says the report of these 70 when they returned. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. They were the devils, the 72 that Jesus, Yeshua, sent out to every city. They came back rejoicing and with joy because they said that the devils were subject to the name of Jesus. Mark 6 and 7 says, And he called unto them twelve and began to send them forth by two and two and gave them power over unclean spirits. So you can be, you don't have to be a believer. You can be a believer. You don't have to be an apostle, a prophet, um, a pastor, uh, uh, evangelist, um, a teacher. You, when you come, when you're born again in the water and the spirit, you're walking in authority. You have the authority over these spirits. Jesus delegates authority in his name to emphasize and use his name and walk in authority in his name to have power over these spirits. So you don't have to be a special class like the Catholic Church has, a certain class of priest that knows exorcism and the only ones that can go through that. That's not true because when you become born again, you come into the kingdom of God you automatically, you become king and priest. And through the Holy Spirit, he gives you that authority to walk in that authority and to be able to tread upon serpents and scorpions, which is symbolic of demonic powers. We're going to end on this um, because, and then this will lead into um, part two. Um, Jesus talked about this in Matthew 24, verse 36. As it was in the days of Noah, so it shall be also at the coming of the Son of Man. So with that being said, when we go into part two, we're going to go the more spiritual dynamic, the soon coming deception. Um, one of the things I will tell you, um, if you look at the days of Noah, um, Jesus, Yeshua, was very prophetic when he was speaking this because in the days of Noah, there was rampant evil and ungodliness and just other things that was taking place. But one of the things that stands out is when those 200 angels appear up on Mount Hermon and begin to have sexual intercourse with human women and then they begin to produce children not only that they begin to teach mankind all types of um ungodly technology all types of ungodly things um, methods of uh, weapons of mass destruction um abortion you name it it's a bunch of other things that they begin to corrupt mankind um so this is part one of the alien deception. God bless. This is the end time show for our channel.